I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. We welcome you today to our Winning Side broadcast. It is Monday, November the 8th, and we are so thankful to have you with us today. We welcome those that are listening by way of the radio and those on Facebook and YouTube, those that are watching, thank you for tuning in. And then on our radio app and our podcast, we welcome you. And I hope you're having a good day. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, We had a good day in church yesterday. All the services were just wonderful. And uh, it was a little chilly uh, yesterday. It feels like uh, winter, but again, we're so spoiled, you know, when it's in the 50s and 60s and we think it's cold. But um, I hope you had a good day. I'm curious today, now that it's Monday, uh, we made it through yesterday with the time change. And uh, of course, the time change means you get an extra hour of sleep, you know, for Saturday night, Sunday morning. And uh, I felt like yesterday morning, I felt like it was a good spirit and services. I felt like last night, I felt like people were a little bit tired, just a little bit. And uh, maybe that's because um, your body was thinking it's time to go to bed. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because people were hungry. I noticed that yesterday uh, at noon. It felt like it was one o'clock and you're ready for lunch. I don't know. But how are you doing with the time change? And uh, I'll be honest with you, I like the daylight longer in the afternoon and evening. I'm not a big fan of it getting dark at 5 o'clock or 5.30, but that's okay. But uh, I hope you're having a good day, and uh, I praise the Lord for the opportunity we have to be together. Uh, What a privilege it is to be a child of God, a privilege to get to serve God, and uh, to get to share the Word of God today. Uh, I hope you'll be blessed. Happy birthday Uh, yesterday to Wesley Newsom, and then also yesterday, happy anniversary to Philip and Bridget Pear. I hope you had a good day. Uh, All of you were in church yesterday. It was so good to see you there. And then today, happy birthday to Ed Archer, and happy birthday to Teresa Curry, and happy birthday to Caroline Daughtry. I hope you have a great day today, and we like to pick on Caroline. Um, she, uh, She is such a blessing to our church, but uh, I hope uh, if you see her, if you talk to her today, I hope you wish her a happy birthday. Let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our school. Uh, let's be in prayer for a great week. Of course, uh, this Thursday is Veterans Day, and uh, what a blessing it is to live in this country, and so many veterans who have uh, fought and served to defend our freedoms, and we are a very grateful uh, people. And we'll uh, next Sunday we'll take some time to recognize all of our veterans, and uh, I hope you'll keep that in mind next Sunday morning. Next Sunday night, this coming Sunday night, uh, November fourteenth, we will be uh, recognizing all of the folks who had a part in Cornerstone Christian School for their 25-year history. And I hope you plan to come be a part of that service Sunday night, 6 o'clock. I want you to hear this song. Uh, Brother Dave Webster did a piano CD, uh, mostly songs about heaven. 
Uh, his dad was a missionary in Japan, and his dad passed away with a, a very, a very sudden heart attack, much like my dad. Uh, but Brother Dave uh, did a piano CD, songs about heaven, and then the last song on that CD, he plays the piano. And he sings this great song about heaven. I won't have to cross Jordan alone. And we've had a lot of folks in our church this last year who've lost loved ones. Now I think about we've got several right now who are going through that. And I'm thankful that when our time comes, uh, that last journey uh, from this side to the next, from earth to heaven, uh, you won't have to cross Jordan alone. I'm glad that our God has promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. I hope you'll enjoy this song, and after this song, we'll be in our Bible study in Proverbs 23.
amen for that song. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that uh, God is with us every step of the way? And Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 28, he said, Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen and amen to that. No matter where you go, you can never be away uh, from the presence of God. I'm so thankful for that. A great song. Proverbs 23 in your Bibles. Let's look at verse number 26. And I've read this verse so many times. I've preached about this verse, but this verse kind of hit me a little different just in, in preparing for this broadcast. It says, my son, give me thine heart. Now, this is Solomon. Uh, the wisest man that ever lived, he's giving these instructions to his son, Rehoboam, who would be the king following him. And he says, My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. Let's talk about the word confidence. You see, I think as parents or as, as leaders, I think we ought to uh, ask our children or those who we teach and those who we instruct, say, hey, uh, let me have your heart. I want to help you. I want to guide you. I want to show you. I want to teach you what the Bible says. But can I tell you, before our children or before our young people are going to give us their heart, they're going to have to see something in us that they can have confidence in. Uh, you know, and by the way, I understand children should obey their parents, no doubt about it. Children should honor their parents. But you know, there reaches a point where your children become older and uh, they get to the point where there's a lot of influences. And our children ought to see something in us that breeds confidence. They ought to see something in our lives that says that is somebody that I can trust as a parent, uh, as a Sunday school teacher. I hope that people in our church will see as their pastor, I hope they'll see somebody that they say, you know, I can put confidence in that person because of, of how he lives, because of, uh, of what he says, because what he does matches up with what he preaches. It goes on to say, my son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. Wow. Now, it's one thing to say, now follow me and, and let, me, let me tell you something. Give me thine heart. But it's another thing to say, and by the way, I want you to watch. I want you to observe my ways. Well, I got news for you, friend. People are watching you and me every day. People you don't even know. People you don't even realize they're watching because they know you're a Christian. They know that you love the Lord. They know that you serve the Lord. They want to see if there's something real and something different in your life. Can people trust you to make good and godly decisions? You know, sometimes we don't make our decisions based upon our children, you know, the next generation or based upon the future or the outcome. Sometimes we make our decisions based on emotions. Sometimes we make our decisions based upon what we want or how we feel without ever stopping to think how it will affect our children. Can I tell you, this is not just true in a church setting. This is true in our country. Uh, this is true in business. This is true in families. But your decisions that you make today, they are going to have an impact on the future. And you've got to make sure that the decisions that you make, the choices that you make will be choices that will help and will benefit and, and will, will shape the next generation for good. The word is confidence. Can your children, 
Can my children put confidence in me? I hope so. I want my children to give me their heart. I want them to trust me. I want them to to believe that what I'm telling them is right based upon the Bible. But then I also have to realize that they're not only listening to my words, but they're watching my life. And that's why Solomon says, let thine eyes observe my ways. Confidence. Can the people that God has given us and God has entrusted us, can they have confidence in us? I hope the answer is yes. But then let's look at the last word here. Number seven, it's the word consequences. Verses 27 through the uh, verse 35, the end of the chapter are so, so powerful. It says, for a whore, that is the word harlot. A harlot is a deep ditch. That word is a pit. Uh, can I tell you, when you get around people and you associate with people that are immoral, you will get trapped. You will be in a pit that you can't get out of. It goes on to say, an estranged woman, that is a, a seductress, someone who tries to uh, seduce or to tempt for immoral purposes. A strange woman is a narrow pit. She also lieth in wait as for a prey and increaseth the transgressors among men. We see the the consequences of immorality. Can I tell you, the consequences of immoral behavior are devastating. You don't want to go down that road. Stay away from the strange woman. Stay away from the person, the man or the woman that is immoral. There's consequences. Notice if you would, verse number 29, it kind of shifts gears from immorality to alcohol. And I think it's interesting, I think it's very sobering that uh, alcohol and immoral behavior often go hand in hand. It says, who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? All the consequences of alcohol. They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent and it stingeth like an adder or like a viper. It'll sting you, it'll bite you, and it is deadly. Verse number 33, it shifts gears back to the immoral behavior. It says, thine eyes shall behold strange women. And thine heart shall utter perverse, wicked things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lieth upon the top of a mast. And they have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. Can I tell you, there are consequences. And that's why it's so important, the decisions we make. Nobody says, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be a drunk and I'm going to ruin my life. Nobody says that, but it starts with one drink. Nobody says, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be immoral and I'm going to mess up my marriage and mess up my family and I'm going to just ruin my testimony and I'm going to ruin everything. Nobody says that, but they say, I'm just going to have this friendship, this relationship. I'm just going to look at this. I'm just going to watch this. I'm just going to uh, just, just have a little bit of fun, a little bit of pleasure. Can I tell you that's where it starts, but that's not where it ends. The Bible says at the last, at the end, the Bible reminds us that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. 
Verse number 35, I think this is so sad that someone gets involved in immorality or someone gets involved in alcohol and then they say, and you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to seek it again. How foolish. The Bible says, uh, as a dog uh, returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Wine is a mocker. It'll make a mockery out of you. It will, it will mess you up. It'll mess with your mind and it will destroy you. Same with immorality. You say, well, what's the answer? The answer is to stick with God's way. Uh, avoid these consequences by avoiding that path. Stay away from those people. Stay away from those things. Stay close to God. Love God. Serve God. Uh, be holy. Be pure. Be righteous and experience the blessings instead of experiencing the consequences of sin. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and may God help us to heed these warnings in Proverbs 23. I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.